recording on two. down shouldn't have been done long ago so welcome all to panic attack it's big john follow me on getter and twitter at the real underscore big john do like share comment subscribe all that stuff stuff that podcasters tell you to do or don't like it. I don't know. I guess they both contribute to the algorithm equally. Uh, so, it was, it was fun. Today's talk. Should I talk like John Campbell from Great Britain? Welcome to today's talk. I've long ranted and raved that violence and such can come in all forms and back in the day which was about a week ago and I used to I've always said since I got you know politically activated if you outlaw guns people are going to stab each other to death then you got outlaw knives then people are going to beat each other to death with ball bats. Well, then you got outlaw ball bats, right? Then they're going to bludgeon each other to death with their fists and so now you got outlaw fists. We're all going to be walking around with, with nubs and no hands. So in Canada, uh, God rest their souls, we have 10 deceased, 18 wounded uh, from two men, one who was released by a Canadian parole board who did not feel he was a threat to society. Lovely. Don't you just love lovely liberal Canada? Those no, no, Canadians are good people. No, don't get me wrong. But this Trudeau is a baby version of Biden. But I'll get into all that later. Um, I want to talk a little bitty, bitty bit, bit of baby about Britney Spears, Donald Trump got a legal victory in his battle, his Donnybrook, with the establishment government. Boot, 
boot, as Canadians say. Man, did I ever tell you about Hot Jill McDonald in Kent State? Man, I wish I... I well, she transferred university, so it probably wouldn't have worked out. But um, it would have been cool to spend some more time with Jill. She was a, a sweetheart and a good-looking girl. Anyhow, so I'm driving along in my car, driving, 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 driving. And, uh, you know, I do ride share. That's, what, that's my job, my jobby job. Also, my... Res Damn. Along with going bald... Uh, my job is giving people rides. And so uh, this morning on one of the, the less lesser annoying morning radio shows, one that plays more music than they do talking, uh, they say, oh, Britney Spears is in the news this weekend for not good reasons. I'm like, oh, Lord, what did she do now? Yeah, I remember when she first hit big was what, 98, 99. And it was controversial because she was, uh, there's a Rolling Stone article that was controversial. And her first music video was kind of controversial. It's nothing by today's standards. And, and <laughs> I was, back then, you know, well, this Britney Spears videos are just so sultry and sexy. I'm like, I watched Motley Crue at a strip club when I was 10 years old in, in strippers in G-strings, you know. But anyways, so old Brit, she was made to appeal to children, teen girls. And uh, she did the Rolling Stone interview, and there were all these sultry, sexy pictures of her and the Catholic schoolgirl uniform. And the perv next to me, I was a pervert too back then. I was a little creeper, a little creepy creep. Uh, watched a lot of adult videos. We used to, me and Weird Todd, Rat Boy, because he had pet rats. Uh, the doofus that wanted so bad to be cool, he was annoying. Uh... Anyways, this doofus went out and bought the Britney Spears Rolling Stone issue. And he actually read the article. I only looked at the pictures. Uh, so, he came over my dorm room. He was like all sad, like depressed. Uh, you want to read this uh, Rolling Stone with uh, Britney Spears, man? He didn't talk anything like that, but anyways, I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. I heard there's a lot of, you know, like hot photos. Are the hot? Oh man, I'm, I'm disappointed in her. I'm like, what? What's wrong? He's like, oh, you know, man, she was talking about like God and how she wanted to be a a role model for young girls and not do drugs and not have you know sex till you're married and all this stuff. And I, it, was, it was disappointing. Like wow, man, that's pretty cool. Over what? What? Why are you disappointed? She she wants to be a role model and not take drugs and not do the hibbity dibbity till she's married. Or I don't even know what I was in there, but he was thoroughly disappointed. I thought, wow, she really said that. Uh, now it turns out this was like a fake interview, like the Vanilla Ice interviews, where everything was just a publicity thing. Like there was a manager. 
uh, or somebody writing his interviews and bio for him. And he really wasn't the person that the uh, studio biographer made him to be. Anyways, that's about how the Britney Spears interview went. Since then, we found out she's fucking nuts. So the DJ says, you know, we were all glad when the conservatorship ended, you know, the whole free Britney thing. Well, Kevin Federline did an interview uh, and for, I think it was 60 Minutes, he said. And some of the uh, quotes came out in magazines, online magazines and such, about how Britney does not see her kids. She doesn't come see her kids. It's a little strange. It's, you know... Uh, you know, remember the kids that she, that rode on her lap in the Ferrari while she was smoking? Remember that famous video? Brit Brittany, child on lap, no child seat in her, where the fuck would you put a child seat in a Ferrari to begin with? But anyhow, Brittany, you know, driving down the boulevard, smoking a cig with a kid on her lap. White trash. I remember Ralphie May had this great bit. If you look it up, Goo or YouTube, Ralphie May, Britney Spears routine or whatever, something like that. And Brightner, he's just ripping her. Britney Spears is white trash, man. Told you ever since, you know, back in the day, she was white trash. She is. She's a confused, sick in the mind woman. Uh, so among these uh, interviews and quotes that came out over the weekend, along with Kevin Federline, her baby daddy, saying she does not see her kids. Brittany, or her 16-year-old son, this may have been the one that was on the lap in the Ferrari with the cigarette, I don't know. Uh, anyway, her 16-year-old son said he'd like to see his mom, but he can't do it right now. As in, as if it seems to be implied that he is so emotionally scarred by the way she acts and the way that she acted when he was younger that he just can't bring himself to see her right now. And that is backed up by Brittany firing back in her fionite wisdom. And I do mean very fionite, as in very limited wisdom. She fires back with a, a quote and some other things. These kids wanted for nothing and it still wasn't enough. Now, Brittany is a rich, rich, wealthy woman. Nothing wrong with that. K-Fed was a sugar baby to Brittany's sugar mama. Uh, kids probably did not want for anything, as she says. Kids were probably spoiled. But all of that doesn't matter if your mother is going batshit because she's shaving her head, she's attacking paparazzi cars with an umbrella trying to break the windows, uh, doing God knows what with God knows who met what kind of men. And I'm not talking about sexual things. When I say God knows what. Just being fucking weird. 
I remember she, I, I used to follow her on Instagram because it's Britney Spears. She was hot. And I finally had to stop because I realized, you know, Britney, like uh, this Caitlin Bennett, the Kent State gun girl, <coughs> people like them, they live for those Instagram followers. They live for those Instagram and Twitter and Facebook likes on their pictures. But I remember Brittany, she had her boyfriend, who's I believe is Muslim, not that that matters much, but just painting the picture of what he looks like. Middle Eastern Arab looking guy. Probably pretty wealthy himself because they're a wealthy people. Um... She, he's like on his back with his knees bent as if he were sitting in a chair but laying on his back. She's got herself back arched over his knees and is moving her legs and feet in like a bicycle kind of motion. And in like a voiceover saying, this stretches out my lungs and helps me breathe better so I can breathe more on stage. Um, that was just fucking weird like she made up this lung exercise in her head and made herself think it's real I've never been to a doctor and have him had him say yeah fat ass you know for your lungs lean across someone's knees and spin your feet in the air like you're riding a bicycle and I had major lung surgery when I was 12 years old and almost died. And so I know a, a teeny little bit about your lungs. Never heard of stretching your lungs by laying across someone's knees and pretending you're pedaling a bicycle. But this chick's nuts. She was given too much money, too much fame, too much fortune, too much celebrity. However you want to say it. She was given too much, too fast, too young. And now we see she's in her 40s, middle 40s. And she's just, for the last 10 or maybe 20 years, just been all over the place mentally. You know, she was on the... Pardon me while I take a few puffs. She was on the, the Disney Mickey Mouse Club and all that. And it just all, I don't want to say went to her head because that would be like negative towards her. But it all ruined her head. It all ruined her mind in a sense. So, you know, bless Brittany and her kids. And I hope things turn out well for them. But uh, let's, let's reset our thoughts and our thoughts talk about mass murder mass homicide that's a lovely topic to think about ain't it if we can find a, a happier, more upbeat song than that to, to play the next time. 
uh, the next go round. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Uh, so up there, up yonder, do I want to talk Donald Trump first or do I want to talk Canada? Let's finish on Canada and stabbings. Uh, and then do Donald Trump first. Because Donald Trump got a legal victory in his battle versus the FBI and Department of Just Ice. Um, when we talk about life, talking about his, it's not really talking about America and our battle for freedom, uh, the battle for our lives here in America to be freaking thankfully to be perfectly honest with you you know um it's just how i feels about it you know so when trump's fighting for himself he's really fighting for all of us and you know what call me nuclear ultra maga xylophonic homophobic, I'm none of those things. You know, I, I'm a person that loves his country and I just want to be left alone. And the, frankly, the Republican Party offers that more than anyone. But I, before we get into all that, so the judge grants tr Donald Trump's request for special master halts government review of seized Mar-a-Lago documents. So, the article goes on to say, and I don't understand all of this legal ease. It's not my uh, area of expertise in any way, but I understand just enough to be dangerous. In a win for Donald Trump, U.S. District Judge Alan Cannon has granted a request from the former president's legal team to appoint a special master to review documents seized by the FBI search of his Mar-a-Lago estate. So this, I guess the special master is like a judge between the FBI, Trump, and these documents. This this special master is going to decide right from wrong and what the FBI had the right to seize. Now, we cannot beat this into people's heads enough. Donald Trump did not pack these documents up. Not saying there was a conspiracy, but he didn't go through documents and pack them and box them and take them with him. Somebody else does that stuff for the president. Furthermore, on January 19th, I think I was wrong. I said, because somebody else reported it wrong. But on January 19th, 2020, one day before he was no longer president... Or no. Yeah. January 19th. I'm thinking January 6th. January 19th. Trump 
declassified a whole bunch of documents. We don't know what they were. Presidents do this kind of thing. But he has the sole power to declassify. So he declassified a bunch of things. Documents were boxed up and sent to his Mar-a-Lago home. So let's see what the order says from this judge. The court hereby authorizes the appointment of a special master to review the seized property for personal items and documents and potentially privileged material subject to claims of attorney, client, and or executive privilege, the federal judge said in her order Monday. Furthermore, in a natural conjunction with the appointment and consistent with the value of value and sequence of special master procedures, the court also temporarily conjoins the government from reviewing and using seized materials for investigative purposes pending completion of the special master's review of or further court order. So the government can no longer look through these files can no longer look for damning evidence against Donald Trump until this special master, which is like a, they're kind of a judge, but uh, I think it's usually like a retired judge or some kind of judge appointed to go between uh, the documents, the, the, the parties involved, there was a special master appointed in Project Veritas versus the New York Times to review, or maybe it was Project Veritas versus the FBI when they got raided. But this, these, these special masters are becoming more and more frequent, it seems. I mean, I've never heard of this before, uh, and now this is the second time in a few months, and it's because the FBI and the government is just raiding the shit out of political enemies. Project Veritas was a political enemy. And finally, Microsoft, to their credit, uh, they said, you know, we're sick and tired of these secret uh, warrants that we have, have to give up Project Veritas's uh cloud information that's stored in the Microsoft cloud with all of these different storage storage uh, online things are just scary. I mean, this is how easy it is. The government can go get a secret warrant, present it to the corporation that owns the ser- the cloud server, and poof, they have access to your material, your information that's stored in the cloud. Uh, and what they were doing was taking a look at Project Veritas's uh, attorney-client information, the messages and emails going between Veritas and their attorneys. And so this Mar-a-Lago special master is going to look through these 
documents that the FBI seized and see were there is there information in there that is strictly between Trump and his attorneys? Is, are there national secrets in there that were not declassified by Trump? And and then the Department of Justice and FBI have to prove that Trump knowingly took classified information. That's one thing the media is not reporting. Oh, classified information, classified information, classified information. He declassified a lot of documents and a lot of information before he left office. So here we go. Judge Cannon said that the appointment of an independent third party would not impede the ongoing classification review and national security assessments being conducted by the intelligence community. The government may continue to review and use material seized for purposes of intelligence, classification, and national security assessments. And then they have this uh, picture here of these documents spread out on the ground, uh, these envelopes and folders containing documents. Uh, one of them says on it, secret slash SCI. I don't know what that means. Uh, others say uh, top secret. And then <laughs> uh, later on it came out that this was a staged photograph. That they these envelopes are actually empty. And maybe the FBI brought them with them for the purposes of staging a, a photo op. I don't know. There's like an evidence marker that says 2A on it. Uh, and then still in the box, there's a cover of Time magazine that looks like it's been framed. <laughs> so, so in the same box as classified top secret information, Donald Trump was keeping his favorite Time magazine cover. And the way that the, the things are stacked in the box... You can tell somebody set, set it up because they're stacked in there in such a manner that you can't put the lid on top of the box. Who packs things up and moves like that? But anyways, this was a staged photograph by the FBI. Uh, the court, uh, the court, Cannon wrote, is mindful of the need to ensure the appearance of fairness and integrity under the extraordinary circumstances presented. This is a two-way street. A president's house, uh, a former president's house, has never been raided by the FBI in a search for documents that he took with him. Uh, and the whole beef, it, it appears, is the way the documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago. Again, Trump did not carry these boxes into his home and store them in this closet or whatever kind of room that they were stored in. The moving company put them there. So the FBI had a meeting with Trump and his attorneys, said these documents need to be more secure 
That was their only beef a few months ago. Six months ago or so. So they put an extra padlock on the door to this room. Wow. I hope it was a master lock. Tough under fire. Remember the old master lock commercials where they would show somebody shooting a bullet through the master lock and it wouldn't break? Okay, so she cited the power imbalance between the parties, the importance of maintaining institutional trust, and the interest of ensuring the integrity of an orderly process amidst whirling allegations of bias and media leaks. So the courts, I feel, in this case, are doing their job and clamping down on the media and the government doing this investigation. And believe me, the, the media is playing just as much of a role in this investigation as the FBI itself. Take no bones about it. So let's get back here and find out, will Justin Trudeau, will Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, will he outlaw the mass assault knives? We've got assault weapons, assault guns, Assault weapons. We now have assault knives. This is terrible. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shit. Knocking stuff over here on my little podium. My lectern that I don't worry, I didn't steal this from Capitol Hill. So, in Canada, this is tragic, and, and God rest the souls of the, the ten victims. And, and I, I shouldn't really be so cynical and satirical about this, but in, Ca in Canada on Sunday, two assholes ran around stabbing people to death. Uh, one of them had recently let, been released by a parole board. Others, or the other one is his brother. Let's see what these two cats look like. They had dark black hair, brown skin, I don't know. Doesn't matter what color race they are, they're still assholes, even though they're not white. You know, I hate white people, right? Uh, so, this there was a mass stabbing in 2020 also in Canada. Uh, and they don't have a lot of guns. And people say, well, if, if Canada had guns, this would have been worse because that you can kill more people with a gun. Well, you know, in two of the worst the worst mass shootings in the United States, we've had, uh, I think the worst was Virginia Tech, 35 kids murdered. 
these guys killed 10, wounded 18, and some of the 18 are still in critical condition. Uh, Uvalde, you had, what, 10 or, 10 or more kids killed with the guns, more injured, 23 injured, maybe there were 23 murdered. It gets it get gets hazy, but what I'm trying to go from memory. Um, what's the difference here? You know, ten ten lives lost to evil versus twenty. It's still evil. It's still you know ten good people that were murdered. We have no idea what these guys' motivation was. They were just assholes. Uh, the other guy, the one from 2020, uh, it would be classified as workplace violence, I believe. Some of his co-workers were taunting him at a meeting. And the last person he stabbed to death, he went from like house to house for hours stabbing people. And this guy back in 2020, one of his co-workers at the end of some meeting, she said, oh, it's just so-and-so. What's he going to do about it? Come to your house and stab you to death, evidently. So let's read about these two uh, evil bastards in Canada. Uh, and I want you to work in your mind with the, the thought one good law-abiding human being with a gun could have ended these two before they killed anybody. If you come at me in my house with a knife and my gun is within arm's length, you ain't walking out my fucking house. I'm not saying I'm going to kill anybody, but I'm going to damn sure defend myself. All right, uh, and if my gun is not in, within arm's length, I'm a pretty, pretty scrappy. I'm, I'm not very big, you know. I'm just, just, just a little guy, but I'm wiry. I can hold my own in a scrap. So I'll fight you till I get that gun, and then uh, you're gonna be sorry that you came at me with a knife. Only in self-defense. You only use guns for two things: hunting. Well, three. Target practice, hunting, self-defense. Canadian police searched across the expansive province of Saskatchewan. I think that's where Bret Hart's from. Saskatchewan for two suspects believed to have stabbed ten people to death in an uh, in an indigenous community and nearby town in one of the deadliest mass killings in the country's history. So there were multiple murder scenes in this. They started on an indigenous, the property of a, uh, an Indian community, native, I can't, what do you call them? Nate, in, I think Justin Trudeau calls them indigenous first peoples. Were they whatever, Native Canadians, Native Americans, uh, Canadian Indians, whatever you want to call them. God love them. Bless their hearts. Uh, 
The suspects also injured 15. Now, I've heard that the number of injured is actually 18, but this is an older article because I wanted to get to the, the very beginning of this for you guys. Uh, in a series, a series, keyword there, series of knife attacks that led the James Smith Cree Nation to declare a state of emergency and badly shook the residents of near the nearby village of Weldon. So they went from the James Cree Nation uh, Indian Reservation. We'll just use politically incorrect terms because, screw you, I love the Native Americans, the indigenous people, the Indians. They were, they were freaking awesome. Uh, but we're just going to say Indians for a generic term here. To describe these lovely, blessed people. So on the James Cree Nation uh, tribal land reservation. That's the word I was looking for. These assholes stabbed up some people. And they went around. Like I said, I heard there were like 13 separate crime scenes. Uh, and then they went from the Indian reservation to the nearby village of Weldon and stabbed up some more people. So these guys were on the run for a, long, a while, hours, just running around stabbing people. Man, man. One person, one Justin Trudeau, you son of a bitch. One God-fearing, decent human being with a gun could have ended these bastards at uh, before they got to kill any more. They might not have killed anybody. What if the first person they attacked or somebody in that area had a gun, saw some loons getting ready to murder somebody and shot the lunatics in self-defense? Game over. Play stupid games, get stupid prizes. No one in the town is ever going to sleep again. They're going to be terrified to open their door, said a Wells, said Weldon resident Ruby Works, who was close to one of the victims. Okay, here, here it is. Uh, this is from cbsnews.com, by the way. Posted on my Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. So here we go. The stabbings occurred in 13 separate locations throughout the James Smith Cree Nation. Cree is C-R-E-E. -E, and in Weldon, Canadian Royal, or the Canadian Mounted Police said... Dudley Do-Right. Uh, RCMP, short for Canadian Mounted Police, said they're looking for 31-year-old Damien Sanderson and Miles Sanderson. And it gives a description of the two assholes. Uh, and it just... This one was released by a parole board. I think it was... Uh, I think it was Miles who was released by the parole board. But they just look like pricks. 
Of course, these are mug shots, so they're not going to be smiling. They both have a, a, a bad history. Rhonda Blackmore, assistant commissioner for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, Saskatchewan, said, Some of the victims appear to have been targeted by the suspects, but others appear to be attacked at random. She can't, she couldn't provide a motive. Uh, this is, or this, or pardon me, it is horrific what has occurred in our province today, Blackmore said. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tweeted that we will outlaw all knives. No, he didn't tweet that. He had tweeted the attacks in, Sas in, in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Sus the attacks in Saskatchewan today are horrific and heartbreaking. I am thinking of those who have lost a loved one and those who were injured. Well, Justin, I'm glad you're thinking about them. I'm glad you're thinking. Glad, you know, maybe you should pray to the Almighty God, who you probably don't believe in, you liberal, racist piece of shite. Maybe you should pray that next time the, the innocent people of Canada can defend themselves. I don't I mean, hey, you know what? Maybe guns aren't the answer. Can Canada free jiu-jitsu and karate and uh, self-defense classes for everyone. There, this is disgusting. This guy has, after the Uvalde uh, tragedy here in the United States... Got to relight my cigar. Wait a minute. This evil, maniacal, liberal dictator of Canada, who dressed, dressed up for a Halloween party or some kind of party. Uh, as an African-American, very racist, painted himself from head to toe black. I mean black, the color black. Most people that we call black in the United States are really more like a dark brown. But no, this guy painted himself black with shoe polish and put a banana in his pants because he has a, a small one and he wanted to look like he had a big one like a black guy. And... This racist dictator prick used the Uvalde massacre in the United States as political capital to ban the sale of all guns in Canada. He said to his people a few months ago, if you're going to buy a gun and say it's for self-defense, that is not a reason. You can't have that for self-defense. Yeah, so I'm glad you're thinking about the ones who have the loved ones of those who were murdered. I'm glad you're thinking about the people that were injured and in critical condition, and their loved ones too may uh, 
suffer the loss of a family member. I'm glad you're thinking of those people that are living a nightmare, going through a living hell right now. I'm glad you're thinking about them while you demonize us evil, gun-toting uh, people, e evil in your minds, Canadians and Americans that just want to defend themselves with a firearm from maniacs like these two mangy mutts that you let run amok in your country, Justin. You know, I mean, there's no reason for the loss of life here, people. Could have all been prevented if the parole board would have done a better job at knowing who to, who to let free and who to keep locked up and throw away the key. If they had more freedom and more rights uh, in Canada. In Canada, you can't even speak your mind. People get arrested for... Uh, they call it hate speech or speaking out against the government or they were arresting pastors for keeping their churches open during the pandemic. It's like, man, and this little bastard is what the liberals in America and around the world think it should be the, the, the way. This is the way they want us. They want all people to live. So, all right, I, I've, I've pissed off enough. I'm going to have to take some Tylenol now. Uh, just enjoyed some good dead animal flesh hamburgers and some toast. Hamburgers and toast. God, I love eating dead animal flesh. That sounds kind of evil. Uh, I hope Bill Gates and uh, Warren Buffett and the rest of these billionaires don't turn us into a bunch of vegan sissies like Justin Trudeau. He's probably a vegan little pansy. Alright. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Uh, by the way, one of these scumbags uh, killed himself on Monday. Uh, thank the Lord for that. Hopefully they find the other one dead too. Or he might get paroled. All right, God bless you guys. Pray for each other. See you next panic attack with Big John.